on this week's episode. Find out what Colorado has to do with the color red. We have a hot topic. Find out what's in Selena's rock and rolly closet. Inquisitor wine, the advisory board, and a swag meetup all in one week. Hear why being a black sheep is not always a bad thing. I'm Brant Menzoir, and you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Del Frisco's. This is episode 69. We're getting up there. Wow. It's going close to 70. Almost. Yeah. But we've been doing this for over a year and a half. We just skip, obviously, a couple of weeks here and there when we have vacations or Dave goes on a hiatus for a month with his family. But No, we don't skip then. You guys we don't right You're right. <laughs> you're yeah. right. We, we hold on to it. But yeah, it's been a little bit, almost a year and a half. Uh, October will be a year and a half. Look at Joe knowing stuff. I just show up every week still. I don't know. Well, it's hard to tell. It's in my calendar. Somehow these people got on my calendar and then I just show up. Without your approval and then you just show. You really (laughs) do. Like you're a slave of your calendar. I am. It's terrible. It's kind of hard to keep up though because when the episodes are at a certain number, but then you know you've been doing it longer. You have to to have somebody like me that knows when we started. You're welcome. What was it like April 4th? Sure. Something like that. (laughs) Okay. Not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. We are a weekly podcast that covers the networking events that makes up Orlando's meeting and events industry. We bring you the available jobs, we cover the breaking news, and we chat with industry professionals about what's going on in Orlando. You can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcasts by subscribing to us on our SoundCloud page. Google Play. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Pandora. Pandora. Well, you know, now we need to get on Amazon because they just said that they're going to do podcast too. Add it on. Let's do it. You know, our guest today is a podcast host. Yeah. That's exciting. Yes. It's always fun when we have somebody who knows how to use a microphone (laughs) 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 or like knows where to plug in their headphones. Like, it's always nice. It's really great to be here. (laughs) (laughs) You don't talk into the stand. Oh, sorry. Sorry. He's not nervous like uh, we are. Everyone else, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Everyone else in the room is shaking. (laughs) Why don't we stop here? What what is the name? And this is Brant Menzoir. What is the name of your podcast? The podcast is called Thoughts That Rock. And, and we'll find out more about yeah, the rock yeah. part of it later. But what, sure. what is it all about? It, we It's myself and my co-host, Jim Knight. Uh, Jim was the director of learning and development for Hard Rock for 21 years. And uh, the podcast asks the same question to every single guest, which is what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh. And how did it change your life? And so, uh, so that is, it's very, it's a 30, we say it's 30 minutes, but you know how that goes yeah. 30, it's, it's 30 Island time, which means about 70. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, we've been doing it uh, just over a year. We just had our year anniversary in uh, July. 30 minutes, like sports minutes where it's like yeah. actually 49. That, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're, they yes. don't know. They don't ever run NFL time where there's no timeouts don't count. So you just, it's just to off. preface how this is going to go today. We are very surface level comparatively. So do not think that this is going to be a deep, meaningful change your life experience. We are thankful to have you here. That's what I was promised. I was promised life changing and a giant steak. It was, so. it was laughter and you can hang out as long as you want. Okay. So that's yeah. what, well, he did say, me his writer and he had that stake in there. That's so. true. Oh, see, you never let me look at these things. Right? right? Oh. Selena can give him a stake for later. What? Oh, I <laughs> oh, yeah. You can go, yeah. All right. right perfect. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So you can keep up with us, with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for swag and repeat. Yeah. How's that Instagram going? It's going good. We're blowing up. Blowing up. It's 600 new. people. Still new. Still new. 8,000. Let's not set the bar What's too happening? high. That's not how you Sooner count. or later, we'll get there. We are. Okay. I am one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew, Bucklew Hospitality. Joining me, as always, I have Selena Molinax. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> Hi. 
Hi. She's very chipper this morning. She is. We also have Joe Truitt. <laughs> Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse, where we are in our studio today. Yeah, it's really nice in here. It's very cool. Yeah. I like that. It's very humid outside. Literally. It is cold. I'm looking forward to the cooler, I say cooler temperatures of this week that everyone should be expecting, which means it's like 70 when you wake up instead of 85, which I think is nice. And do you know, Dave, I'm going to start my running again on Monday, oh. starting today. I did it this morning. No way. You. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm not going to commit to like an everyday thing because we That's all know how tough. that worked out in February being the shortest month. But I think that I can try because it's getting a little cooler outside and I don't want to, you know freak out in the mornings it is nice i actually saw it was gonna be 69 degrees one day this week that's, a, that's incredible. wednesday i'm gonna get my boots out so, yeah get the boots <laughs> did you see i tagged you on that <laughs> fall thing <laughs> that guy is so funny uh. okay we also have with us today brant menswar speaker author and writer of a brand new book black sheep which he was gracious enough to give us a copy of. I know, I'm so Yay. excited. Yes, this is a book that I can can, can actually read. I can commit to this for yes. sure. <laughs> it has what pictures, graphs, it does. big it's letters, a very large font. Yes. Yeah, no, this is my perfect piece of. Yes, this is this is great for me. It's basically a book of memes. Oh, even oh my better. god, I'm yeah, right. yeah, I'm done. I'm <laughs> gonna be done by right lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is like 150 pages of heaven right here. I like it's it very much. Well, we always start out with a question of the week, mm-hmm. and our question of the week is because. Brant is a former, I guess, rock star, right? Uh, Once a rock a star, bands. always a rock star. I guess. I guess you still are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Reti- retired. You're basically like the president. Like once you were president, you're always president. So if you're a rock star, you're still a rock star. Rock star brand. Don't yes. you love my vision and I, how I perceive things? Uh, you're now my publicist. You're going <laughs> everywhere with me. Yes. <laughs> I fit in most of our head compartments. <laughs> this is a simple question. What was okay. the best rock and roll concert you have ever been to? Oh gosh. And we'll start with Joe. Oh, jerk. Okay. So ugh, I'm going to go in college. I went to Journey and Def Leppard and that was fun. That was a really good time. I was like, 20 had a fake id so i was 20 <laughs> i just do my math because i remember i was five eight and i definitely am still not that tall journey and def leppard good times. where was it at in jacksonville at the veterans memorial arena i brought my little sister from my sorority oh that's so nice i know i know she's big time now okay marketing maven selena what you got okay so did my, you just Google a I rock did. star? I knew it. I, knew it. <laughs> I had to Google. What is a rock star? No, I had to Google what things are because technically, what's a rock show? Beyonce. I, okay, I have a terrible memory. I know things, but I know too many things and I forget. So anyway, I had I to like look how it you up. did that. That was but nice. Every year, back in high school, I used to go to 97X concert that happened every year in Tampa, and it was. A lot of bands all day long. Mm-hmm. Like a festival type out. thing? Yeah. Okay. And so it was called The Next Big Thing. And apparently it's still a thing. I just don't listen to that station anymore. Because um, you don't live there. Yeah. Oh, I still listen to 93.3 FLZ even though I live here. Okay. But anyway. Commitment. Um, She's loyal. It's good. But yeah. So it was fun just because, you know, like think about like all those songs. Like I want to say Green Day, for example. Okay. Like, I, I think about like, you to, like give me a band. What I was don't happening really... <laughs> back then? <laughs> Green Day is good. Yeah. And it was just fun because you're there all day. I've accidentally ended up in mosh pits i've accidentally ended up being like crowd surfed whatever all yeah. over the stage yeah it just happens it was fun to dress up rock and roll we're glad that you survived and made it here today thanks and yeah so green day is your answer sure okay because that's the only one i can think of okay well it's valid it's a great band <laughs> think about that france gonna be like i was actually in green day <laughs> i know right probably and i uh-huh. you uh, may or may not have heard of this band i don't know i just love that selena said i love to dress up rock and roll <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> to me, that's like it's Sandy fun. from Greece at the end. That's how, that's <laughs> how I, I have my outfits labeled <laughs> Rock in my and closet. Rolly. Rock and Rolly. How I would go to that store. Feel today? What's that store where goths go? Spencer's. No. Hot co- Topic. Yeah, I would go to Hot Topic. And buy- <laughs> I love this And game. I love that Joe knows all. Oh, goth? Let me see. What area code? <laughs> Which mall were you in? Second level. So, You're welcome. Yes. Take a ride after Bath and Body Works. You know what to do. <laughs> Yeah. Freddy's goths are uh, on the corner of 6th and 4th. <laughs> but they're close to 6th, so you really got to make it there early. That's right. David. Okay, it's give my me turn. everything, yes. So I didn't I didn't really have a band in mind, but I had a concert. So okay. I was thinking the Warp Tour. I okay. used to go when I was a teenager, maybe into my early 20s. Mm-hmm. But I love to go in those mosh pits. So what kind of old school bands was it back then? <laughs> Every once in a while they did have an old school one, but yeah, no, it's probably more, I'm just making more fun of your modern age, David. rock and roll. Oh, I got you. Okay, is there okay. any, is there, you got it now. Are there any bands that stood out to you that you like? Oh, man, I love Less Than Jake yeah. and Real Big Fish and Goldfinger were probably the ones I was following. Less up. Than Jake is probably one of the bigger ones I would yeah. think that a lot of people really like. It Whatever sounds like had. you're making up words put together. I, I remember yeah. I, I like went to the Goldfish right. jump. Like, what do you say? It's like, like the new cool bar. I like Red Checkerboard and, uh, <laughs> and White, white Linen. Yeah, White Tablecloth. Oh, you've been there too. I love that. Yes. What about you, Brent? black uh windscreen um <laughs> that's yes. not a real place <laughs> no it, it uh so gosh mine was 1987 is that the name of the band or the year there's the year okay it's a good like year it's a really good year yeah, I'm like, <laughs> i was alive yeah, me yeah too. i'm like barely you guys are like zygotes um <laughs> so yes uh, it was cinderella and bon jovi Okay, I know. On Bonjour. the Slippery When Wet tour. Okay. Right? Yes. Like legendary tour yes. where yeah. they had a pyramid uh, as like the main prop on stage with lights on everything. So they would light up the pyramid. You couldn't even see the stage. Because it was so bright. Yeah. So that's how they would get on and off stage. So they'd hit the lights uh, and you'd go like this. And when you open your eyes, they're gone. Oh, or, that's cool. or they'd hit the lights and they would all of a sudden be on stage. Magic. That's kind of like how I leave when we're all out drinking and I'm ready to go home. I'm just like, all right, flashlight. <laughs> John Bon Jovi flies out over the crowd to a podium in the middle of everybody and does want a dead or a lot. Stop. Is that really that happened? That's for real. That's exactly Wow. That's real life. 1987. Great year. Where was this? Uh, That was in, uh, I want to say it was in, so I grew up in New Hampshire. So it either had to have been in like Boston is probably where it was. It might've been in, in Maine, to be honest with you. One of those two. I don't is remember that, the exact. Is that memorable? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah. more than anything, the, the dead or alive would probably be the, the thing that stuck out. Oh, yeah. Gosh. That's incredible. I mean, that's what, two bands in their prime. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who can forget Cinderella? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we got a Selena, big Cinderella fan. Selena's She's literally scared. like. She's I like, love that movie. But did she turn into a pumpkin? What happened after midnight? All right. Now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about it. Before we get into event recaps, I have a riddle for you. Okay. Joe, what do you get when you combine the Fantastic Four and Fireball? I have no idea. You got me. The I Said Yes Florida team. Of course. <laughs> Did you know that the I Said Florida team connects Florida couples to their perfectly matched wedding pro every single day of the year? I love to follow them on their Instagram at I Said Yes FL, but where can I see them in person? Well, Selena, you're in luck. They have a bunch of stuff coming up. If you service the wedding industry, look into booth space at their wedding show on October 4th at the Hilton Orlando, or grab the Fireball and exhibit at their I Do and Brews at Hourglass Brewing on 11-12. I really like their networking lunch. I heard they just announced a Planet Hollywood date on October 14th, and you can check out the new Harriet Orlando Ballet Center on 11-11. Well, it looks like my calendar is filling up quickly. You can hear about dates and more later in the RSVP. 
So we had a bunch of events last week. We did have a lot of things. Where did we see you, Joe? Oh gosh, I wasn't really anywhere. I was I was virtual. I did the Inquisitor happy hour. We could start with that. It's a How great event. Good yeah. job. Well, I mean, <laughs> out of all of the professional networking events that we went to, I did the one where we talked about Savion Blanc. So, uh, yeah, the Inquisitor one, they talked about their Savion Blanc that they, they have from South Africa. Fantastic. You know, the, Matt, that's his name. Mm-hmm. He does all the education. He's fantastic. Like, even he Christy is. is like, you speak very well. Like, because th- a lot of wine lingo is hard for people to say properly, right? So, when he speaks about it, doesn't matter what he's saying and he could be totally lying and you're like uh-huh absolutely it's like whenever you're doing a wine tasting you're like i do taste crisp apple delicious yes, all and the gravel, really the gravel taste yeah is, yeah, yeah but it's like a cabernet and you're like you shouldn't be tasting that at all but whatever i say you're gonna say it's there but he does an amazing job uh talked about the Sauvignon blanc the thing is it was at five o'clock and i like all right make sure you have your glass ready and let's talk i was like i'm drinking water i'm still at work but i am on the zoom call so <laughs> clearly working very hard no it was a really good time i think that they do a great job they're about 30 minutes long if you haven't been to one um you can actually go into one of the well now that the bars are open again it's been one one week anniversary of having bars back open this again this is a great so. week just for that yeah yeah i think it really changed a lot of people's lives um but <laughs> you can go to a lot of the different wine shops tim's wine market but a lot of those restaurants that serve the inquisitor you can still take wine to go. So that was a good point that they brought up is that now that these places are back open again, you can purchase the wine and take it with you. And as a side asterisk, DeSantis was saying he wants to make that a, a, a part of the law permanently. So this was something that came into effect for during the emergency order that you could order alcohol to go from all restaurants. He wants to make that something moving forward for everyone. And I think that's great. Did you see when I he made that great. announcement? I, I had the, the meme, the Denzel Washington meme where he goes, my man. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. see that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we should have to go wine or to go all, all alcohol. It's so funny because I would say like a month ago, he had this conversation with like all the breweries and all of that. And he was like, all right, well, how are things going? You know, and he's listening to things. He does the one with the restaurants. He's like, yeah, you're right. Let's just open it back. Like He literally was just like kind of like threw the white flag. I was like, yeah, I totally agree. Let's just go ahead and get this thing going again. You know, let's up the capacity. Let's help bars on monday let's just do that i was like all right cool. that's the press conference with the linen right yeah the oh gosh did you guys see oh that was like the worst thing for anyone at events in their eyes so apparently this picture is trending it should be it's in that screenshot of someone's post that someone's post is natalie's sister and so you can see her natalie name who? at the top casper oh really and so you can see her in the picture and her name is Casper. And so it's somebody here local in Orlando in our industry. So if you haven't seen this that. photo, we'll explain it very quickly. There was a round table that um, DeSantis was at. In with Fort Myers. It's a U shape. It, it was a U shape. You're right. <laughs> um, and they, <laughs> thank you, they brought in linens that clearly were not set up for a U shape table, right? They're just like table tops, like uh, pads, table are. pads. I think their logic, and I'm going to stand up for them. I think they're logic. I'm looking at her like she's crazy. The whole tell me. Me. Yes. I think there are those kinds of like plasticky picnic kind of tabletops that you could wipe off and they're clean. And that's why right. They use then them. don't put linens on them. Whenever they tried to do linen made it, worse. it was terrible. So they basically put round linens on rectangle tables. So there's like this ocean of linen. Oh, the drama. It was so bad. Like for people like us that are crazy we couldn't even hear what they were saying at during the press conference because we were staring at the linen so hard like it was just so distracting that we couldn't hear anything is this what the world has come to yes okay. for Wild us yes. this is what happens when you don't let us have live events we focus on your linens this is what it is so that was the most traumatic thing from last week for me <laughs> going back to inquisitor wine we actually had inquisitor wine at the advisory board meeting this week yeah i saw that and it was a special from big fan right 
It was. Big Finn was offering 20% off if you bought two bottles. So You're like, yeah, why you had so many? I'm like, why is there a table full? There's like, yeah, five like 10% guys. off if you get one. We're like, one's not going to be enough. There's five guys here. Yeah. So we were like, at least two bottles. So we got two bottles each. at 20% off. Yes, yeah, so you got two not bottles. Each, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we got one over 100% off, we probably would have done yeah. <laughs> When I was there, they, I guess, were sold out, which I don't think is accurate, but they didn't have the one that we wanted. And we're like, well, I want the, we wanted the Cap Franc because mm-hmm. it's delicious. But I'm glad that you guys were able to get that. That's good. Yeah, I think we had the Merlot. I want to say. Merlot, it's sound me. Right? Sounds about right. Yeah, but it was a good meeting. We uh, discussed absolutely nothing important, which per is usual. great. It's exactly what we do. So, Brent, um, David is a part of a group of distinguished gentlemen, as I as I call them. We have this women's connector thing called the Ladies Networker, and we used to do it once a month and all these things. Well, David, being the person that he is, wanted to be involved. So he created what is called the Advisory Board, oh. in which these distinguished gentlemen get together, drink a lot, and don't advise anyone on anything. Very little advice that's actually usable. The advice was for you to calm down and get, be quiet. <laughs> yeah, we actually got advice from the manager. We said, came over and said you guys are too damn loud. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it was a good time. So I'm happy that you were all to g- able to get together and have a good time. But it was, yeah. We'll that's probably the advisory board for you. Try and get together one more time before the end of the year. Speaking of get together, I've totally forgot our Monday get together was a swag meetup. Yes, I loved it. I loved it too. It was so nice. Like it was great. We were at the Ocean Prime. They gave us a private room. Joe somehow hooked that up. I just met someone there one time. I don't know. I was there for ten years. She was never <laughs> <there>. <laughs> so we got I there. Own this place. So <laughs> the way that we usually set things up is it began at six o'clock, which means David tells everybody that it starts at five thirty so that you're there on time. However, this event was on a Monday and no one wanted to stay at work. So we all got there at about five ten. So we were super early for our six o'clock reservation. So they were setting up the room and we all just went to the bar because the bars were open. So it worked out for everyone. We got to do happy hour there and everyone was on time ready to rock and roll and then what I loved is I showed up and I looked over at the bar the entire bar is just my group I'm like do you guys not want to use your table like well we didn't want to be those people that like when you get there early and they're still setting up and they're like oh you can go ahead and go in there and I'm like we're not going to be those people but then we end up being those people that took over the bar so it was happy hour too so I mean that's an easy decision for me yeah just go right to the bar and and they have a great happy hour absolutely they They have five dollars off all of their beverages that are like featured so it's fantastic and the appetizers are discounted too Good stuff. But great, great meeting. We had 10 of us there. Perfect for that room that we had. Magical dining was delicious. Brent, have you had a chance to come over to Orlando and do magical dining yet? Do you know what I it have is? Not. I have zero clue of what you're talking about okay. right now. It's a magical experience. Um, so the Visit Orlando, <laughs> yep. our organization here that we have, it uh, basically came up with this program mm-hmm. during September because it was a lull in conventions. So you had summer and the parks were full and everything was crazy. And then you had... Q4, which is fall and all the conferences come in. So you have this like little nugget of about six weeks when there's nothing going on in Orlando. So they created this magical dining program um, for all of the restaurants to be able to feature a three course meal for $35. Um, It has to be a $45 value to the guest um, that is experiencing it. So it got really big and every year it goes longer and longer. And I think and more and more restaurants join and $1 of every meal. So those 35, $1 goes to a charity that's chosen each year. Oh, that's great. And so that's another so thing basically, that they announce how much they raised. That meal would probably cost you normally 75 bucks yeah. or maybe even more yeah. in some cases. Like ours is 85 normally. Okay. So $50 um, off. That's last year they wrote deal. a check for over $250,000. Wow. So. And does somebody like bring cards and do tricks or? Uh, no. The magic part about it is you don't have to pay the full price. Oh, okay. 
It's magic yeah. enough for us. Magic. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want to. Just give me the $35 video. <laughs> Speaking of magic, uh, Imprint Group does their series every week, every Thursday. And Imprint Group is a DMC headquartered in Denver. They also have a Vegas office and a local one here in Orlando. And their series is called It's Not Magic. And they take you behind the scenes of how they do everything. So nice. uh, this past week, their session was about video editing and how you know they showed how they record videos and how they trial and error and then how they put it all the editing stuff in the back that you know smart people do um so that was really I'm just cool. a talent i don't know how to do any of the other <laughs> it, stuff it's cool just to watch and see all the detailed intricate work that somebody educated in this does they also gabby and shannon locals here in orlando took us to their top 10 favorite spots of tampa for events so that was cool to see a little tour video and then they explained why everything's great and then it ended with a candid conversation interview of a meeting planner in Texas whose entire family is in this industry. So her husband, her two children, they're all in this industry. And it was what a funny. tough time to have the whole family in one industry. But it was l- funny listening to her say, she was like, you know, I'm just, I've been doing this forever. I'm too old to try something new. This is what I'm passionate <laughs> about. I'm sticking it out. This is what I'm doing. All right, Rose, so. we'll stay on the door because. <laughs> yeah. I, but that was good just because I've seen so many people pivoting. It was cool to see somebody be like, no, this, this is it. Like I committed to this career. Well, hopefully so she holds me. on to her husband longer than I was hold, held on to Jack because that's <laughs> but not going to work out. Okay. Um, last week, what happened on Thursday? Okay. So last but not least, going back to Thursday, just before Imprint Group's event was MPI Orlando's event. And I say MPI Orlando, but it was also in partnership with a Virginia chapter. And let me just say that Virginia sh- chapter showed up. I was looking in the Zoom chat of who attended. There was a lot of people from Virginia, DC, Texas, California, like everywhere. Yeah. So that was really cool. I missed the happy hour thing. Did you the water cooler chat? Yeah. I called it happy hour at 11 a.m. Well, so that's a good Thursday for me. Um, that <laughs> did, sounds amazing. Well, so Nicole Alley, who's the VP of education right now on the MPI Orlando board, she specifically reached out to me and said, Joe, can you be here for the networking part of it? And I was like, I can't commit to anything because I'm the only one in the restaurant right now. And if the phone rings, like, I have to go answer it. She's like, okay, I just need somebody to be able to like entertain the group yeah so i texted her at like five into the meeting and i was like i'm so sorry like i couldn't get into it you know she's like it's okay dave's here but also more importantly the virginia chapter really showed up yeah. <laughs> so you're right 100 i was like well good thing dave is there she's like yeah um, but the virginia chapter is just rolling with they're it. energetic yes good i planned to go but i got that important phone call yeah which i guess i'm gonna announce it now because it's ahead. random but montana yeah <laughs> it's not montana it's um, every other state i learned yeah. my states kind of because anyway but i now on top of Covering Orlando, Jacksonville, Miami. I also oversee the states of Colorado and Wyoming. So, What's the yay. state slogan for Colorado? Nope. <laughs> do you I know that? Been... Why do you know that? <laughs> Sunny? No, that's us. Uh-uh. We're su- we're the sunshine I state. I don't know. Everybody gets sun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not Colorado and Wyoming. What is it? I don't know. Oh, I thought I was you said you know. I did not research say. that much. All I did was reach out to Imprint Group and say, hey, guys, I'm here. It's the color red. That's what Colorado stands for. But... What? In what language? Spanish, maybe? No. Colorado? No. What no, are you wrong? talking about? I know languages I and <laughs> no. <laughs> Go hey, back to Amarillo. Was there a happy hour before I showed up? <laughs> How do you say red in Spanish? Rojo. Yes. I yeah. found three results in Spanish. It's only one. Red, as in color of blood and rubies. No. Rojo. 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 Yes. Not color rojo. <laughs> nope. What's color weird red. is like the last time I flew in to Colorado uh, right in the airport was just a giant sign that said nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
turn around can get back on the plane. what I thought was amazing that, <laughs> nope. that she knew it because I was just See? like, oh, because she, she, she said nope. <laughs> that Thank was you. It. Thanks. I need you. I'm here for you. Thanks. I'm here for you. Okay. So MPI though, the part that I did attend was Renee Radabaugh of Paragon Events speaking about crisis management and mastering your plan for that. And it was amazing. I have not, I mean, sorry for all the webinars in the last seven months, but I have not seen anybody so prepared and ready and organized and the slides and the stories and the experience and the differentiation and talking about a crisis versus an emergency and giving examples of always crisis hurricane versus active shooter. Like it was awesome. Um, So that was really good. That's all. I think we should do a question in a few weeks about like what state do you like resonate with the best for their slogan. So I did just look it up. Um, Wyoming is equal rights. That's that's their slogan. And we were very far off of Colorado. Not to shock anyone listening right now, but we were really far off. Is it yes? Uh, <laughs> that would be ex- <laughs> that would be the exact opposite. Yes. Uh, the Colorado slogan, Pikes Peak or Bust. That's their slogan. That's not the state motto. Isn't that the same thing? No. I think it's like beautiful, bold and beautiful or something like that. That's, like that what, was a show in the 90s. Yeah, like the bold yeah. and the beautiful. <laughs> like what does the license like, plate say? Yeah. Like look up Colorado state motto and, and that's what it is. Okay. So... And Wyoming, I think Wyoming is equal rights because I think that was the first state to it's not even, ratify women's it, it rights. It means nothing without the D. I don't. It's nil sign new mine is what it literally says. So clearly, I'm not. <laughs> what like, is like Florida is the sunshine state, right? Uh huh. That is, yes, is, that's correct. And Orlando is, is the city beautiful. Yeah. So bringing it back. Colorado. This motto. is why we do do events and we don't do anything yeah, educational. We should, we should, we should not on. be na- naming states. Yeah, let's mottos. let's do something more related to our. Trying to tell me Colorado means red. Well, it's almost time for the nine to five. Before we do that, Dave, I have a question for you. Okay. Are you ready to make some side hustle a full-time job with a full-time salary? Uh, yeah. I know, right? Are you looking for a community of like-minded entrepreneurs to grow and encourage each other to exceed their next goals? Always. Do you want to build a company that can provide both time and financial freedom instead of the burnout that so many of us feel from the event industry? Do we just meet? I know. I feel like we're best friends. Well, the Studio Mastermind for Creatives is for you. Put on by our good friend and fellow podcaster, Brandy Gar. this six-week live mastermind is where Brandy will be teaching the exact steps she used to build three six-figure companies. She will include templates for budgeting, building your packages for profit, social media that converts, and show you how to close the sale every time. Just take my money. I know. Where do I sign up? I'm glad you asked. Well, you better hurry, Cinderella. You have until midnight on October 2nd. You can register on her website, www.brandygar.com backslash the studio. Or she loves when you slide into her DMs on Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn, or Pinterest. Find her at Brandy Gar. <laughs> so now it's time for the nine to five. So Selena, what kind of jobs do we have? Talking about things we know what we're talking about. There we Real go. Real life. Okay, but what I will say before I get into these jobs is when people have been sharing jobs with me throughout the week, I instantly take a screenshot and post it in the group. So make sure you're following us in the Facebook group if you're looking for jobs because I don't reshare them or talk about them. There on are here. a lot of jobs coming up too. So they're just on there. Yeah. And You've I no longer take the care to put them in the right album. They're just up there on the feed. So you're welcome. Okay, so jobs today, uh, industry related. The Advantage Solution is looking for somebody in their sales and marketing department, which would be a part-time event specialist, and that's up in Altamont. Florida Capital is a marketing agency, and they're looking for an event customer service role. Reef is looking for event staff. Like the shoes? No, because I looked it up. And How is it spelled? Shoes. R-E-E-F. Okay. 
No, no way. There's a big explanation if you look it up and they explain what they do. So Olympiad is looking for an events coordinator. Okay, so GF Hotels and Resorts, but more specifically the Courtyard Orlando Lake Buena Vista at the GF Hotels? Yeah, that's what it's like management. Nope, it's just, <laughs> just GF. GF. Okay. George does not own so hotels. So it said GF, and I've never heard of them, so I had to look at which hotel, and it's the Courtyard Lake Buena Vista, and they're looking for a front office manager. Uh, Coral Tree Hospitality, which is the new Lake Nona Wave Hotel, is looking for a director of sales and marketing, and that's all I got. I have one, because I just got a text. It's more of an operations role, but Eddie V's on Sand Lake Road is looking for an operations dining room manager. They're so it. busy. All the time. My God, I... I I tried to get us a reservation for the advisory board. No, yeah, no pandemic no there. Absolutely. I have to go at like two in the afternoon. I mean, I'll, what's up? Yeah. Okay. I heard a rumor that they're going to extend magical dining. Cool. Do you know, actually, Big Finn actually had a sign on their door that says, we are extending it until the end of the year. To the end of the year? Yeah, until December 31st. They're just not going to donate. But, yeah, wait, yeah. what about the charity thing? They won't do it. Like, when, they, when it's they'll over They'll donate until October, I yeah. guess. And then they get the extra dollar, I guess. I, I heard a little birdie told me it's going through Halloween. Well, that's good. Even though I've been packing it in with like two to three every week. But yeah. <laughs> now I guess I can go to all of them. Well, maybe that'll extend the SeaWorld thing, too. Maybe. Because I think we're taking advantage of that pretty soon. We're going to take advantage of everything. So SeaWorld has one. If you go to their magical dining, you can actually stay in the park yeah. afterwards. So Which is really hard to get those reservations. Like, if you look at the availability, it's like, okay, you can do a four o'clock dinner well, on perfect. a Wednesday. And you're like, okay, let's do that. Because then I can go to the park after. I'm available. Hanging out with the seals. I've got nothing to do. All right. Speaking of SeaWorld, I'll throw it out there now because it's not magical dining. Please <laughs> tell me how this is going to segue. Please. Uh, she's like the queen of segues. <laughs> she's good at segues. Today. Speaking of magic. Yeah. Um, Speaking SeaWorld, of seals. <laughs> SeaWorld is offering any veteran a free single day entry into their park now through Veterans Day. That's cool. That's great. So Veterans Day is November 11th. Good job. Yeah. Thanks. Solid. Thanks for that bit yeah. of information. I know what Colorado stands for, and I know what Veterans <laughs> It's a good thing is. that date doesn't change each year, because you'd be real messed up. It does. You know why it's that day, right? Please oh, tell us. It's the end of World War One. Armistice Day. Come on. Anything that has to do with history or politics, I do know my history. Mayor yes. David knows. Do you have a segue from that to birthdays? Because that's what's next. Hey, you guys know how I recently went to Nashville? Yeah, did you have a chance to check out the local country scene there? No, but did you know that Old Red just reopened on our drive and they have live music every single day? That's that new Blake Shelton place, right? Yeah, they actually have this red phone that's dedicated for Blake where from time to time he'll just randomly call in and FaceTime with the crowd. <laughs> no way, I'm absolutely down for that. Are there any particular nights we should check out? Oh yeah, definitely go on Tuesdays because for hospitality staff, you just bring in your business card ID or pay stub, you get 20% off food and non alcoholic beverages and 10% off retail. You think I can get a holster and a bandana there? <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but you can definitely find them on Facebook and ask them or even on Instagram by sliding into their DMs at Old Red. Well, no. today is somebody's birthday and it might be yours if your name is Shannon Ross uh, with the launch group. Also, Shannon Barry. She, uh, it's Shannon's birthday. It's a Shannon day. I feel good about that. Uh, Keith Charlton also celebrating today. He's with F FHIA uh, and... Nick Adamitis. I love how these people, you can't say a Greek last name? Nope. Uh, Joe Truitt. Like, that's <laughs> really the extent of what I have here. Uh, Nicholas Adamitis is also celebrating his birthday today. Tuesday, we have Rebecca Jacks with Inspired Hospitality and Brianna. With Amale Event Planning. On Wednesday, we have Jennifer Bashirs and, oh, I'll let you do this one, David. 
Why is that? Because it's your wife. Oh, my wife's birthday, yes. Thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. You might want to replay this. Set this alarm for Wednesday. (laughs) Yes. I'll be celebrating, actually, at Epcot all day. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Nice did you guys? Did you end up getting like a couple of days? Three? I got the four day pass. Yeah, so I'm going actually today. This is Friday, not mm-hmm. Monday, like we say on the show. But I'm going today because it's my daughter's fifth birthday. So, so. cool, very yeah. cool. You have to let us know how things are and get a little recap of that. I will. Um, on Thursday, we're celebrating Shannon Tarrant. She didn't know her birthday should have been Monday. I know she was a couple days late. <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon. Yeah. She needed her own day. Um, and it's also Billy Singleton's birthday with Ace Cafe. Friday, we got David Blake and Brian Waldron. Saturday, we're taking the day off, but Sunday, we are still celebrating with Kai Carter and Nicole Friedemaker. Who's been on our show before. Absolutely. Okay. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, and we have a couple new jobs, too. People are getting jobs. We got these announcements. These are fun announcements to make, so. So today, we're celebrating Shannon Berry's birthday, but we're also celebrating the fact that she got a job uh, during this pandemic. She is now the coordinator of the Ever After Farm, so congratulations to you. Also, Carol Manning-Reed is now a virtual meeting facilitator with Inception Meeting Company. And last but certainly not least, Courtney Bailey is back in the events industry as the Director of Marketing and Administration for Atmospheres Floral. Whoa. Guys, <laughs> so exciting. A lot of good jobs. Man. Yeah. Now one of our favorite segments. Oh, I look forward to this every week. Oh, it man. is Sports Ball with Selena. Did you know that Selena is like an expert on sports? It's funny. I can't wait for this. this Great. Yeah, I think that you're really going to enjoy this because Selena sure does. Okay, Selena. Hi. What do you have for us this week? Okay, well, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando City beat Miami. It crushed them. What, what sport is it? Soccer. And Miami is... Um, City in Florida. Probably <laughs> soccer, too. Um, but also, They don't cross over different sports when they play. <laughs> but also, there's a game last Saturday, so this is old news, I guess. This was that game last Saturday. No. There's a game on the 19th, which for us is tomorrow, but for you all was last Saturday. Yeah, well, we can't predict the future. Exactly. So my news <laughs> they, is old they news. They won this last one, so we'll let you decide what happens But in here. exciting news, this you guys, the Tampa Bay Lightning is going to the Stanley Cup. Woo-hoo. That's big. That's like the championship that, that's for That's our team. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. I'm super excited. That is huge. Yeah. We're all big uh, And we're going to have a fans. better outcome than we did when we played the Blackhawks. But Tampa's just like tearing it up because they got Tom Brady now. And they got the Tampa Bay Rays. Talk about okay, the Rays. What's speaking, going on with them? Well, okay, sorry. Backtrack. Speaking about Tom Brady, all of a sudden, everybody I know, like I'm from Tampa, but all of a sudden, everybody I know is Team Tampa Bay Buccaneers out of nowhere. Well, you got the greatest of all time. Red and black Doesn't everywhere. it seem less annoying that people are Tom Brady fans in Tampa than they were when they were with the Patriots? Because I think it's because they still lost. And so it kind of makes everybody happy. It makes me happy as a non-Bucks fan. I can get behind it because they're not against the Dolphins anymore. So, Do you know what happened with Jacksonville last week? Nope. They actually won. Uh, football? Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> you should know that. Sports Jaguars? With Selena. The Jacksonville Jaguars, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. We talk about the Rays. So, moving on to baseball. Correct. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays made the playoffs. I don't know what their playoffs are called, but congrats. They're called the playoffs. Oh, they're not like the Stanley Cup? Like they it's don't the have World a World Series, series is, the, is the final of, part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's like the pre-World Series? Correct. It's the division series. America's past time. All right. And then last but certainly not least, UCF f- football beat Georgia Tech. And that, I is don't that, know if that's you happening. Didn't, okay. Okay. I was like, how yet. am I telling could, the future? I could take that out if it doesn't. And I only know <laughs> this. They should beat us. Um, <laughs> wait. We should beat them. I'm sorry. Wait. UCF football is going to beat Georgia Tech. How do you know who's playing who? They have the same colors. They're going to be like, you never know, especially wait. you. <laughs> our, our quarterback Oh, I'm thinking of UGA. He has a helmet on, David. But he still looks Hawaiian. 
Mahalo. Yeah. All right, let's go. You're welcome. Hopefully you that learned something. That was a great sports ball with Selena. I feel good about it. I learned a lot. Congratulations to Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals for being named one of the top 21 uh, women-owned businesses in Orlando mm-hmm. for the second year in a row. And she's growing list. up the list, too. So 21 um, this year. Uh, so super Next year, exciting. number 10. Ready number for nine, it. Hey, number one. Number let's, one. Who knows? Go. Dave, I can only assume you're going to go on vacation again soon, right? Probably, because I'm really good at going on vacation. <laughs> but you know what the tough part is? Just planning it. Well, you need to reach out to Laura Lee Shapiro with Where To Next Agency. She creates custom vacation plans for busy professionals like you. I think we want to go to the Caribbean, but I just don't know where to start. Well, Laura Lee actually lived and sold hotels in the Caribbean for nearly 10 years. She spent most of her 20s backpacking around the world, and she really knows her travel. In addition, if you're a small or medium-sized business, she can assist with your company business travel. I am a big fan of Laura Lee. I know she is hosting an in-person event called Travel Tuesday on November 10th from 5 to 7 with more details to come. Well, in the meantime, you can find her on Facebook or Instagram. Search for Where To Next Agency or look at her website, whereto.next.agency. All right, well, going into In The Biz, Joe, do you still hate Walmart? Absolutely. You guys, I get a lot of Walmart ads now. I think the internets think that I care about Walmart because we keep talking about them. Did you watch that social commitment? No. Or what is it? The no, social contractor? What is it? Social the dilemma. Dilemma. That's what it is. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. That's deep. I'm scared too because everyone's like yeah. commenting on it. I give into peer pressure every day, so I don't know what it's about, but it seems like I'm supposed to watch it. That's it's hard to about watch. how your data is used and shared and sold on the internet because of the apps that you use specifically social media additionally but i hear about this every day of my life so like i know david was talking about screen time usage mm-hmm. and you said oh i have like two and a half hours i looked at mine it was like six and a half hours i didn't post it okay that was one one phone and then i posted the second phone okay so i'm not a crazy person and i also shared last week which was a holiday week and not this week okay it's also how they kind of manipulate your data and send ads to you and send like Facebook posts and certain ones mm-hmm. to manipulate your decisions too. Well, I appreciate if they would start sending part. me more gym, like gym memberships and like less things about food. That's what I appreciate they would do. <laughs> well, now they're gonna because he's. Well, I certainly hope so. Hello, listen to me. We got a new venue. Where is it? The Monroe. The Where's Monroe. That? Tell they us about the Monroe. Construction. Man, I wish I knew more. But it's a new restaurant. It's being added to the collection that um, also has other restaurants. Very good. Very specific. Is this the one in the Julian? That's downtown. It, probably it's that, one? that okay. sounds about right you know the restaurants show help me out okay here. that was your story i would like to talk about the hilton garden inn opening Aww. its doors to the garden grill and bar go ahead <laughs> so that just happened this past weekend i believe this is a new hotel in winter park and they opened up their new restaurant called the garden grill and bar okay brant are you into uh, haunted houses oh yeah Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Scare me. <laughs> but what if it's during the daytime? Are you still in Talented oh. Houses? Oh, no. <laughs> See? Nope. You had me until daylight. <laughs> right. Because like, I'm a vampire and I can't right. deal with it. So Universal Studios has heard the call and the need for haunted houses. And with taking out Halloween Horror Nights this year, they thought, we can still make this happen. Because they've already made all the houses. Like they already, already have everything, everything for it. So I get, and this is why the capacity for the theme parks has not been what everyone thought that they were going to be. So in a last ditch effort to get those to the maximum capacities, they're opening two haunted houses within the parks during the day. So you go on, you know, Jimmy Fallon and then you run into a warehouse and it's dark and you 
do that whole thing for two minutes, and then you go back outside to the heat. But I wonder if you can actually run this time, because when I go, it's like one by one, slowly walk through right after the other person. So I wonder if it's going to be better now and you can actually like run. I don't think you can run. Come on. Also, like Why if you're you not want to run through a haunted house because it's Cause scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're not chasing me with a chainsaw, I don't want to go. Like if there's no like purge area, you come out and you're like, anyone? yeah. Like, we all know. We oh, David, you can understand this. The bar that's right across from the mummy, like the yeah. Irish place, best Bloody Marys. First Finnegans, off. I think. Finnegans, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have the like they have really good drink specials and everything else i always go there get a drink and then go in line for the mummy and that's where the purge is every year and somebody always wants to like take my head off and i'm so into that <laughs> ready okay <laughs> in other news i am going on that um <laughs> can't wait to see what the internet gives her now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. so into that <laughs> the, the facebook algorithm's like <laughs> 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 Whatever. I'm going on the Screaming Stream, um, which is the one in Boggy Creek on October the 3rd. So I'll let you know how that goes. That's the one you drive? The drive You drive through. and watch movies. It's like they set you up. There's a screen and they set you up with like a movie atmosphere thing. And then you go through like the drive scare zone. Uh-huh. Ish. There is like a four letter waiver for the driver. Yeah, because it's so dangerous. If it's you're like driving and you get woods. scared. Yeah. A four like, page waiver? If you crash into yeah. something. What if you crash into someone you're not supposed to push the gas you're supposed to idle the entire way so i guess if you hit somebody it doesn't hurt i don't know <laughs> but like but okay. like there's so many things that they have like there's like i was like paul you're driving i'm not <laughs> obviously i can't commit to here that here you go all right i was like i need to some... take the doors off the jeep for that one so they can get into your car and... you have lost your gosh darn mind <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> i'm gonna be drinking white claws and throwing them at people <laughs> no it's gonna be a good time though i like to be scared all right well we have a guest here today Perhaps we should talk to him. Yeah. How do you feel about being scared? I know. I was trying, I was trying to segue that. I was, I was waiting for the Surprise. queen over there to segue. <laughs> Speaking of being scared out of your mind. <laughs> we have Grandma Swar in the house. <laughs> okay. So give us a little background for people that don't know you. Because we do get to, we did know you. We got to see you a couple years ago speak at MPI's GMIT event, which is out in Lake Nona. I have a question already. Oh, okay. haven't even started yet. <laughs> let's, let's jump right let's in. Do it's it. been sitting here. So my question is, you went to this amazing concert which apparently had cinderella and <laughs> john bon jovi yes. and then the whole my all question of bon jovi. Is, and this was 1987 john was, bon jovi did that oh anyway did that inspire you to become a rock star like is that what kicked it off and you were like yes this is what i want to do for my life that's a great question you could say no and then uh, no so <laughs> so nope music <laughs> nope let's go to colorado uh that was, uh, I never really, I mean, music was not ever like a life goal for me. Uh, I was a, I was a sports ball guy growing up. Yes, we so switched roles there. I had uh, planned on playing uh, professional baseball and that's what actually brought me to Florida was to play for Florida Southern. And Were you a pitcher? I was. Knew yes. it. I'm so good at baseball and, players. Um, <laughs> and that's I the got, guy who throws the ball. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, I got hurt. And so I had to find something else to do. In college is when I sort of stopped playing my second year of of playing for them. At the time, my now wife was just a really good friend. And she was in the chorus. So uh, I was like, well, looks like I'm joining the chorus. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, I wanted to be near her. And so that was uh, what I did. I joined the chorus. I guess I could sing a little bit. I did not know up until that point that that was the case. Wow. And then I ended up sort of 
moving from there to doing like musicals. So I, I did a Bye Bye Birdie and then I did an off-Broadway Gershwin review. And then it just sort of like I was 30 before I actually left my real job and started music full time. That was in 2001. It's just sort of was crazy after that. You know, I, it, again, it wasn't like a, I sort of felt a call when I first started into music ministry. And that's sort of what got me going to start. I played a lot of churches. I played a lot of Christian coffee houses and that sort of thing way back when. And then I had enough success that people just started booking me had a, a couple of songs on the radio. And so it was like, oh, okay. So I guess maybe I'm going to do this for a minute. And, and a minute turned into 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so not, not exactly, again, what I had planned. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun. The first band was called Fort Pastor. That was, we were sort of a Australian American pop rock. Uh, we, we did didgeridoos and crazy instrumentation and that sort of thing. But we toured with sort of all of the Christian bands of that time. So, you know, the Jars of Clays, the Third Days, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, what time are Toby we saying? Are we like in the 90s now? Or are we early 2000s? This would early be 2000. 2006. Okay, yeah, 2006 okay. is when we started touring with that band. I probably was like at a show. <laughs> Me too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, I went through that phase too. Yeah. And so Christian rock. Yeah, we did a lot of those. And then um, and then in 2008, we decided not to renew the record deal. And so we sort of went on hiatus. And uh, I also separated myself around that time. Right. <laughs> a lot of people went on hiatus. <laughs> yes. yeah. For a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and so our, Aust- found our, myself back yet. our Australian went back to Australia, got married, had a couple of kids. I became the artist in residence for... Uh, the Not For Sale campaign, which is one of the largest anti-human trafficking organizations in the country. And um, so I did that for almost three years. And so I toured around uh, doing sort of these multimedia shows with the founder of that organization. So we do theaters and stuff and, and I would do a concert and he'd tell stories between the songs. And it was like this sort of how we are contributing to modern day slavery and how does that work? And from the chocolate we eat to, you know, the clothes we buy and, and all these different sort of things that people just don't know about. And after a couple of years of doing that, I had one, I, I was transitioning out and I had one last tour to do. And it was this full production tour, probably $125,000 worth of production every night. So giant lights, you know, the tractor trailers, the buses, the whole bit. And we were doing 18 shows in 19 days. Wow. And it was four rock bands and me. And I'm like, I'm not going to be John Denver on this tour. (laughs) You know, (laughs) coming out sunshine (laughs) on my shoulder. I'm like, no, I can't do it. So I called my old bandmate from Fort Pastor, uh, JT Keel. And I'm like, dude you got to come out on tour because like, I can't do this by myself. And so we decided to do this sort of swampy uh, suitcase kick drum. And uh, he played slide guitar and banjo. And we sort of did like this Louisiana swampy funky thing. And, And it was such a hit that by the fourth show, we already had brought in a drummer. (laughs) We had sold out of merch by the fourth show. So we were going to Walmart every night, every day between shows, buying t-shirts, spray painting them. We bought candles and like put scent of big kettle drum on the side of it and (laughs) sold the candles. We bought Justin Bieber posters and signed them ourselves and we're selling them at our shows. When that ended, we recorded an EP and that led to uh, signing another record deal and touring for another 10 years. And so it was crazy. Yeah. What a whirlwind. Yeah. 
All right, so fast forward. <laughs> Dave's like, I went Man. on a run this morning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So fast forward, so- yeah. somewhere in, in between there, you ended up becoming a speaker and author. How did that happen? In 2012, uh, my oldest son, Theo, uh, was diagnosed with this rare blood cancer. And so he needed a bone marrow transplant. And that sort of, uh, as you can imagine, readjusted uh, our whole lives. And so we ended up spending... 263 straight days at uh, Florida Hospital for Children in downtown Orlando. He survived, but when we came out of that, we knew he was going to need some extended care and I couldn't be gone as much as I was on tour. And so that's when I started to transition. So I first started the transition with a buddy of mine who started an organization called Banding People Together out of Atlanta, and they would teach collaboration through songwriting. And so they'd come into organizations and sort of break up people into bands and they would have them select a band name and they'd have to sort of come up with an, an original song uh, that the, your sort of band leader would help you write. And then we'd take those songs back to the studio and we'd record them and send them back to the organizations and they'd use them to raise money or whatever. But it was just like you'd hear on the radio, yeah, I mean, full yeah. production songs. We do a right? lot of that. I mean, yeah. team building is what we call it. <laughs> sure, sure. And exactly. a lot of bands. Yeah. yeah, they don't pick up our songs. That's, <laughs> that's So that's where we started and a funny story about that. So we started in that team building area. Okay. Right. And we had done it for a couple of years and it was, I mean, we were crushing, right? So it was really, people were, it was popular and people were booking us all the time to do it. And my job was I did the, uh, there was like a general session up front that was like an hour long that sort of gave you the context and then you would go into your breakouts and write your songs. And mm-hmm. so that's sort of how I began speaking was I did the general session mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. A couple of years into it, we overhear uh, a couple of meeting planners talking about uh, potentially booking us. And the conversation went like this. Well, do we want the band guys? Do we want the balloon animal guy? (laughs) (laughs) And we went, what the? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are in the same bucket with the balloon animal guy. Absolutely. I think I've had to make that decision before, right? We were just like, okay, this has got to (laughs) change. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) snake. Um, like I literally, I make one animal <laughs> because it's already in that shape. <laughs> you got it. There you go. So I was like, first of all, that dude is getting way too much credit if we are in the same bucket as the balloon animal guy. So we ended up pivoting and and hiring uh, an instructional designer and an organizational psychologist and came up with our own methodology of teaching collaboration. So it's based on the same science of you know, Myers-Briggs and DISC and all these other sorts of behavioral profile stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's sort of where that went. And as that sort of expanded, I myself wanted to do this other thing specifically around core values and purpose. And so that's when I wrote my first book and sort of went off on my own uh, to to pursue that. I still am a partner with banding and still do things occasionally with them. But um, my life over the last couple of years has just been sort of crazy since, since this whole core values thing has become a topic of discussion. And that's what sort of taken me to today. So you mentioned a book. What is that book? So the book is called Black Sheep, Unleash the Extraordinary, Awe-Inspiring, Undiscovered You. And it is based on this idea that we all possess five non-negotiable, deeply held personal core values. I call it your flock of five. And it's centered around sort of this idea, like we talked about earlier, that a black sheep's wool cannot be dyed. So these are these values that cannot be changed. They're developed over the course of your life. And and it's really where we have to start if we want to do anything on purpose. 
So you hear that phrase a lot, you know, and when I ask people, what does that mean? If you're doing something on purpose, they tell me, well, I'm being intentional, right? Mm -hmm. My suggestion and sort of redefinition is if you're doing something on purpose, it means you're doing something in alignment with your purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if that's the case, how do we get to purpose? And you might have read a book called Start With Why, and it became a very popular idea. And the the challenge is uh, in order to have a why that's in alignment with your values, you have to actually start with what? What are your non-negotiables? What mm-hmm. are these black sheep values? And so the book helps you discover what your flock of five are, um, helps you prove that indeed these are your black sheep and you're not caring for somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And then it teaches you to speak them into existence, to literally program them into your calendar every day um, so that you choose when and where they appear for maximum impact, right? So for instance, my, my flock of five are creativity, hope, impact, empathy, family, authenticity. I'm going to hit timeout. I know there's six. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> I know every every mathlete on the phone right now is like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, like, was one a slash? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Serena will fact check you. Yes. 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 I'm a musician, but I can count to six. I, I understand. <laughs> I usually start with five, six, seven, eight. Right? But <laughs> yes, exactly. Ball step change. Um, and we, sorry. I get it. <laughs> Did you get, Did that? You get it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so we, uh, you know, the idea was for me, I needed it. I needed an extra, which is common. Most people can, you know, will have occasionally six instead of five. I started to prove that these were real and, and did that over the course of, of several weeks and months. And then speaking them into existence is looking at my calendar. And so even for, for something like this, right? So I have to look and go, which of my black sheep need to show up during this podcast to maximize my impact, right? Uh So I have to be creative. That should probably show up, right? Um, It's really important for me that I leave people with hope. So whatever we talk about last, it's going to be about hope, just so you know, I'm telling you, Dave. (laughs) Okay. Um, That's important to me. And so as we sort of pick and choose these things, rather than wait for the perfect or hope that the perfect moment is going to show up, I'm going to create the moment. I'm Mm going to speak it into existence and I'll make sure that these things actually happen. And that's living with deliberate intention. And there's a massive difference between deliberate intention and being intentional, Uh right? Being intentional is setting a destination in a GPS. Functioning with deliberate intention is knowing every single turn you're going to make to get there. And that's really the difference of what this book teaches. How are you going to live your life with deliberate intention? Well, I have to notice the graphics mm-hmm. were done by your son, right? Yes. I think I read that somewhere. So that's so cool that, um, you know, we've come to this place and you have the graphic and you actually have a tattoo as well. I, I noticed that this morning that he has the sheep on his arm. That's pretty cool. I do. It's a reminder, right? Because here's the, here's and the- his watch. I didn't see that too. Yes. He's so branded. Funny you should say that. Deliberate intention. <laughs> so the interesting piece is this, right? The end of the farmer story, even though farmers don't value black sheep the same way that they value the rest of the flock, that doesn't mean that black sheep don't actually have value. So farmers use black sheep as markers. So they keep one black sheep for every hundred white sheep in their care. Mm-hmm. So every morning a sheep farmer wakes up and they look out over their flock. And if they've got 500 sheep in their care, they should see five black sheep. And it's the ability of the black sheep to stand out in the crowd that gets the farmer's first look, right? If he doesn't see that black sheep, he knows there's something wrong. It's famine, it's wolves, it's disease, it's there's something happening, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the ability to sort of be able to look quickly and see these 
very distinguishable things immediately. So our black sheep values get us people's first look. So if you're leading with the things that are truly make you authentically 100% you, then you're going to get that first look as opposed to the 495 other people that are doing the exact same thing as you, that. right? Yep. And so this tattoo is a, is a reminder that as I, I talk with my hands a lot. So for me, it was a reminder that if I am talking and I'm not leading with these black sheep values, then shame on me, right? That's my responsibility. And so that's what I've been doing is trying to get people to define them and then lead with them. And in your world, in the meeting planner world, there's a bazillion meeting planners right. out there. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to stand out from everybody else? And that's only by discovering these things and being uniquely you. Because that's what separates you. Because mm -hmm. everybody else can go through the motions. They can all do the logistics. They right. can all do the stuff. But why would somebody choose you? What's going to get you the first look? That first look comes from being who you actually are. Here, read this book real quick. I know, right? right? I'm going to get a face tattoo at the end of this. <laughs> well, I'm going to remember. <laughs> and so that's, you know, you t you laugh about the, like the, the branding. But that's, so this is literally, it's more than a book. Mm -hmm. it, it's. A lifestyle. It is a understanding that this is this is a way to choose to live your life with deliberate intention. And so, I have a, an entire apparel line coming out called so cool. "Wear the Flock." Yes, and, and uh, <laughs> it, okay. it's uh, you know <laughs> shoes and hats and t-shirts and journals and uh, watches and I all need kinds one of those of other um, things, right? like fishing bandanas that I can pull up. Yes, mask. Yes, yeah, well, I'm not going that far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so that's that's this idea of, again, it's a reminder to what you should be wearing these things, yeah. right? You should be making sure that people see and identify your black sheep values. Love that. Yeah. So we all saw you initially speaking. So mm -hmm. how has speaking changed for you in the last maybe five or six months? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> we, that's we already funny. know the answer. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing that in, Dave. Um, <laughs> no. So in March, I literally watched hundreds of thousands of dollars just disappear, right? Because mm -hmm. every every conference that I was speaking at just got either canceled, postponed, or whatever it was mm -hmm. going to be. So I had to pivot quickly. And so I dove really hard into the virtual space and sort of went full on back to, I'm going to talk to every gamer I know that's been live streaming for years and try to, to get to the best, the right? What's the best cameras and the way I should do it? And how should I set up the screen? And what's the software? And so, you know, after a month or so of really investigating, I built a multi-camera moving camera studio in my office with full-on overlays and bumpers and animation and like every possible thing. It's more like a late night show than it is, you know, a PowerPoint presentation. So you're super impressed with our setup this morning. <laughs> I mean, I walked in and was like, dang. <laughs> Um, is that a Zoom H6? Yeah, you better know it. Uh, and so, it is. We call uh, it the star. It, I don't know. It's, it's a, actually, it's a really good recorder. Um, and so for me, you know, it was really important that I thought we had a huge opportunity. And this is, and I think people are starting to see this now, like six months into this, just because it's virtual doesn't mean that it has to suck, right? And so there's this opportunity that I have discovered. It's one thing for me to go on stage in front of 2,000 or 3,000 people and and inspire them, right? And motivate them. And so they, uh, you know, they sort of walk out of that room feeling like they just saw Rocky for the first time, yeah. right? They're just like, yeah. <laughs> but you can't really drive behavior change in that environment. It's not mm -hmm. meant for that. But in the virtual environment, 
it's almost like you're having this one-on-one conversation. It's like, it's just you and them and you're only you know a couple of feet away from their face. So this idea of driving behavior change has been phenomenal. And so in, in conjunction with launching the book, I built an assessment for people to discover their black sheep values. And what that has allowed me to do is to go into companies and build what I call a values map. So I can get into their organization as pre-work before the conference. They have all their people take the, the black sheep assessment. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to share what the flock of five is for each both gender and 10-year age range. So from 20 to 30 all the way to to 60 plus. Mm -hmm. And I can say, here's what matters most to your people. Do any of your organizational values actually show up in this list? That's incredible. Right? It's really, really, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's really cool. And so what that has enabled me to do is to sort of hold my fee structure. So I have some fee integrity in there because they're getting way more than just me. They're getting data and everything else that's going to work. It's going to really end up benefiting me because when we come out of this and are able to sort of go back to the large scale conferences that I speak at, I'm you know, I'll be able to number one up my fee mm-hmm. because now people are paying me what they were paying me live. They're paying me virtually. Right. And so now I can up that fee. But then secondly, I have this add on that I can go, well, if you love that, let's talk about behavior change and do a two follow up virtual right. sessions with this data included and oh, all this other sorts of stuff. Yeah. And so instead of going for one event, I'm actually selling a journey. Right. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about what your next three to six months look like and how I can help actually craft a plan that's more of a learning journey than just a go rah rah you know and yeah. that to me is it's been an awesome learn in this time since you're super humble and you don't want to talk about it i'll bring it up you mentioned that um you're in a elite group of motivational speakers um, and that you were named one of the top speakers is that accurate top 10 top 10 top something 10, like that top 16 <laughs> top, yeah. top uh, One of the top speakers. Dave, it was 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dave, don't okay. do that. <laughs> Technically, could have been nine. Uh, Perfect. Love it. Top nine. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, no. Single digits. So... <laughs> This is, this is the crazy part. So I had this idea for this book and I really, I didn't start living what this thing teaches until January of 2019. And so January 2019, I literally start to schedule these things and write them into my calendar within six months. I go from speaking 20, 25 times a year to 60 to 70 times a year. Wow. My, my fee triples. I end up being named one of the top 10 motivational speakers in the country by Washington Speakers Bureau, right? Which is the largest speakers bureau in the country. I've never worked with them. And the, on the list is Amy Cuddy and Jack Nicholas and Magic Johnson and these incredible people. Wow. And, and when I, when it first happened, even though I'm an egomaniac rock star, I was still like, how the hell did I end up on this <laughs> list, right? I was very confusing. I had massive imposter syndrome when it happened because I just was like, these people have done incredible things, you mm-hmm. know? And since then, what I've come to realize, and this is what's both frightening and super exciting, is that the fact that I have done the work to discover what truly matters to me, what my non-negotiables are, and that I'm living by speaking them into existence and choosing when and where they appear. I'm actually in alignment with my purpose. It's just as rare as Jack Nicholas winning 18 majors or Magic Johnson having a Hall of Fame career or Amy Cuddy being a brilliant, you know, uh, uh, Harvard professor. It's like, it literally is that rare. And so that to me explains a lot of why the world is burning as we know it right yeah. now um, because many people don't know what they what they truly care about they just know the emotional tornado that they're wrapped up in mm-hmm. or 
beyond that, I look at it and go, how exciting is it that you could actually do some work and separate yourself from 99% of everybody else on the planet if you actually knew what mattered most to you and you started to use that to to go after what is out there. There's something more. I really believe that. There's something more for all of us, but you're never going to get it on accident. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You can't be winging it and expect to have massively sustainable success. You have to start to live with deliberate intention, and this is how you do that. I'm sold. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like ready to get a tattoo. Um, <laughs> awesome. So Go where, ahead. where can people get this book, and how can they follow you and keep in touch with you? Because I think you're going to have a lot of... Uh, so this is my New first, plug. this is my first book that uh, we laughed before, but it's a big boy book. So you can get it. You can walk into Barnes and Noble and actually get it off the shelf. You it's can, actually you, got a hard, right? Hard it, cover. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's a sexy looking book. It I'm really is. You. It's not a pamphlet. I'm going to take a lot of pictures. That's with metallic. That's metallic ink. <laughs> okay. We went all out for this. Yeah, you did. And so at spot UV black, you know, these are the things that really matter. I'm a, as you can tell, a branding guy uh, at heart. And so mm -hmm. for me, like the feel, the, the look, the, the experience has to be right and so yeah barnes and noble books a million your local independent bookseller whoever you use um you should be able to get this everywhere it uh releases september 29th and so yeah that's where it's at super excited we're hopeful it's going to hit a couple of these bestseller lists um it's looking pretty good so we are seeing what's going to happen yeah that's incredible is yeah. there anything else that you want to um say before we we go into next week's events I just thank you. I never get a chance to do anything local. Oh, right? cool. Yeah. And even though I'm a top nine motivational speaker, <laughs> David, <laughs> for whatever particular right. reason, uh, I, I hardly do any events in Orlando. Yeah. What the? Yeah. Please, people. O Town. Let's change that. Call your boy. Yeah. <laughs> save on the travel fee that I will not yeah. charge you. There you go. And let's get some stuff done here. Yeah. All right. For sure. Well, and honestly, our listeners are some of the biggest players in the events industry in Orlando. So we hope that you have major success in our area. And thank you so much for your time today. We really do appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. Wow, that was great. <laughs> I know. When you like think about it, like what talent we have in this room right now. Like I'm so excited to have him here. So we, we do have some events actually coming up this week. So let's let's talk about those uh, before we run out of tape. So I know. first one is CFWA, the summit. Yay, tomorrow. I'm so excited. I will be there all day in person. But what I love is they also added me to a Facebook group where I can access all of the live streams if I want to play them back later. And it looks like I'll be able to have access to them for a year. And by I, I mean just my Facebook profile. So I can't share it with anyone. But I'm really excited. That's incredible. To be at a conference all day with people. I mean. It's I'm like the new Disney. New world. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll have a mask. I'll be safe, but I'm just excited to learn and see what's new and have people talk about positivity and growth. Tell me about this MPI escape room, virtual escape. Yeah. So it's going to be on Wednesday from five to six o'clock. There's still time to register for the event. It's $20 for members, $30 if you're a non-member. This is really cool. We got to do a little promo with the um, company Rubotics. Um, is that right? Ru Rubik's. Rubik's. Mm. And that's what I was going to say is they, it does look really cool. It looks like kind of like, scary, but also the amount of um, like teamwork that you have to have to get to each room seems incredible. Like the puzzles seem hard. So like I hate whenever you do something and then it's like, that was easy, you know? So I think that it seems like it's going to be difficult. You have to work together um, and it's a timed event too. It's interactive, right? Interactive. Absolutely. So basically everyone comes into a room together then they'll break us out into like two teams, whatever. Right. So you'll compete against each other to see who gets out of the room first. I think that'll be fun when you have friends and colleagues that you actually know yeah. in the group. I mean, I now know what Colorado means. So, I mean, I know how to me, say you want me on your team. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot to bring to the table right now. So if you have the opportunity, please register MPI uh, $20 for the virtual escape room on Wednesday.
What if you want to stretch out? I mean, okay. afterwards you might need to, right? Because yep. you're going to be like, I just got out of this room. Let me stretch it out. And the perfect place to do that is going to be Florida Citrus Sports at the Camping World Stadium. Camping World Stadium. Sports ball with Selena. She I know knows, that one. She knows her venues. I, I know everything. I'm just kidding. So anyway, yoga in real life. Yoga in is person. back. Obviously, socially distanced. Obviously, you're wearing a mask when you're around people, not on your own mat, six feet away from someone. They're doing temperature checks. They're not renting out any yoga mats. I mean, it's so exciting. It's $10 to attend. However, you get a gift certificate that's worth $25, so do the math there, and you get a free Vizzy Hard Seltzer afterwards. What's so the gift certificate to? It's for a free car wash because they're sponsoring the event. You can wash your car, so that's great. Uh-huh. It's got to stop raining at some point, so that'll be the day that you go get your car wash. So now that you're stretched out, you're going to need some wine, chocolate, and All of the charcuterie? Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yes. I'm, so eventually close. I'll get that right. I need to figure out how to spell that differently for it's you. It's kind of like oddities <laughs> that he couldn't figure out. <laughs> so Thursday afternoon, uh, Nace is putting on uh, an event. Yeah, so Nace Orlando is partnering with Arthur's and ABC Wine or ABC Liquor to provide wine. And also a charcuterie board, which is sweet and salty. And they're going to do a wine tasting. And it, it'll be fun. It's like trivia. Did you know? Learn this. And then we're all sitting virtually together, connecting over our charcuterie and wine. Guess who's back? I'm so excited about Experience Kissimmee. They are back. Oh, oh my gosh. It's virtual, but they are back. I don't care. I'll take it however we're just I can. happy. <laughs> last time we saw them was like the funeral of the industry. It was so. the last town hall. And is now they're like coming back with the rebirth? A, yeah, this is the rejuvenation of EK. It's a town hall. It'll be virtual, but it'll be the last day of September. So wake me up when September ends. If you remember that show, we are almost there. So September 30th is going to be next Wednesday, 11 to 12. We're going to do a virtual town hall to figure out what is going on with EK. Maybe they'll have Selena's favorite band. And Green Day. Oh, that song. would be wonderful. Wake me up when September ends. See how everything kind of just full, full circle. circles with us. All right, a couple on listening to us. This <laughs> a couple to mark down for the future. You got PPN's going to be out at 310 Lakeside on October the 7th. October the 7th. Swag. That's us. That's us. Yay. Next meetup is going to be on the 8th of October. So make sure you have that on the calendar. October 7th, PPN at 310 Lakeside. October 8th, we have the swag meetup at Tapatoro. The next day, GMF Tapatoro. Um, and then the following week, we have I Said Yes Planet Hollywood on the 14th. Woo! What That's a show. A lot of events. And okay. you guys, these are all in person. Like, how exciting is that? I know. I know. So. One extra credit event, if you don't yes. mind. No, please do. The 6.1 annual UCF run. I see Selena signed up for it. I just put interested in everything okay, so I can support so you guys. Thank you. We just need to make sure we have <laughs> it on the all. calendar, David. It's we're not gonna, like we're actually going to run. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're running now. So. Yeah, I will run 6.1 between now and then. <laughs> there you go. It's actually a nine-mile run. Oh, no. I can't commit to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can bike it. But anyway, on September 26th, which is a Saturday, 6 a.m. in the morning, we're going to be spelling out the letters UCF in downtown Orlando. Is it at 6.10 in the morning? 6.01? It's 6.1 because we did a sixth annual, but because they changed the season. Uh-huh. Oh, we're doing it again. It. Got yeah, it. it's supposed to be the week Word. before, but we had already committed to doing that pre- yeah. previous date. So this so is six point one. Kudos right. to you. Okay, that's it. That's a lot of show. I had a oh great time. Goodness. Okay, we have who do we have next week? We have Steve. We have Manakis. And then just check the Facebook page for everything else. We have a bunch of people after that. It's so exciting, guys. All right. Well, thank you. Bye bye. Have a great week. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat the voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.